The Squiz is a free weekday email and podcast where your shortcut to being informed. Good morning, I'm Claire Kimball. And I'm Larissa Moore. It's Thursday the 12th of March. In your Squiz today, the coronavirus is declared a global pandemic. Harvey Weinstein is sentenced for sexual assault. Vladimir Putin locks in his presidency and money and happiness. This is your Squiz today. The World Health Organization has officially declared the outbreak of coronavirus a pandemic. Claire, that announcement came overnight. So a pandemic is a disease that's spreading in multiple countries across the world at the same time, and that's certainly what's happening with COVID-19. The World Health Organization boss, Dr. Tedros, says that the number of cases outside China has increased 13-fold in the past two weeks. So that's what they're particularly alarmed about. Doesn't change any of the advice. Uh, the World Health Organization is still urging countries where it is uh, to take urgent and aggressive action to contain the spread. Back home and Prime Minister Scott Morrison will today announce the details of the economic stimulus package that's aimed at helping Australians and the economy through the coronavirus. It's expected to be worth more than $15 billion, with all the money to be spent in the next 12 months. The key points, keep people in work, keep businesses open and ensure the economy bounces back when the spread of the disease stops. The focus of what we know already is that small businesses are going to get some help to keep apprentices on. They're often the first to be laid off uh, when business falls away. Uh, Also sectors like tourism that are having a particularly bad time will receive help to keep their employees on. There's also some money for one-off payments for pensioners and those on unemployment benefits. And Italy has also now been added to the list of countries with travel bans. Foreign nationals coming to Australia will need to spend a fortnight in quarantine in a third country before landing in Australia. In big news overnight, Claire, former Hollywood producer Harvey Weinstein, has been sentenced. He's been given 23 years in jail after being found guilty last month of sexual assault. He was given the upper end of the maximum sentence. He was looking at a 25-year sentence. His team were arguing for a five-year sentence, saying that his health is particularly bad and that even five years could be tantamount to a life sentence for Harvey Weinstein. Those two cases uh, were just a couple of dozens that had been uh, alleged against Harvey Weinstein of all sorts of sexual misconduct going up to quite aggressive rape. There's also a case in Los Angeles with two women there uh, making allegations against him. He's spoken for the first time in the case. He said that he really feels remorse for this situation, but repeated his belief that the relationships with the women who spoke out against him were consensual. Still in the US, and while coronavirus scaled back some of the campaigning for the Democratic candidates ahead of the next round of primaries, voting went ahead in what's called Super Tuesday 2. Joe Biden now has a solid lead over Bernie Sanders. Yep, if you thought Super Tuesday was exciting, Super Tuesday (laughs) 2 is a nice follow-up. The big state in that race that's been run this week was in Michigan. Uh, It was one that was won by Bernie Sanders in 2016 when 
when he was running against Hillary Clinton, but that state has fallen to Joe Biden. So there seems to be um, a bit of a trend towards Biden now, and people are saying that perhaps it's an unstoppable march uh, as he heads towards a showdown with Donald Trump in November for the presidential election. If the process of a US election has you a bit confused, we do have a Squiz Shortcuts podcast episode on it called The US Elections. It goes through what primaries and caucuses are, how parties lock in their candidates and the votes needed to actually become president. I'll put a link to that in your episode notes, but you can find it under Squiz Shortcuts in your podcasting app as well. Speaking of locking in, after being in power for 20 years, you'd think that Russian President Vladimir Putin would be past leadership manoeuvring, but he's proposing a constitutional change that would see him staying in power for a very long time. We're talking until at least 2036, Claire. When he would well and truly be in his 80s if it does come to that. Uh, Like the US, Russia had constitutional requirements that the president needed to step down after a couple of terms, which meant that his uh, dream run would end in 2024. Uh, Earlier this year, he suggested all sorts of changes to the constitution that was put to the Russian parliament. uh, And yesterday it approved those changes. So basically, the clock goes back to zero and he's able to continue as president, some say, uh, much like in China, basically forever. Well, let's uh, let's set a reminder for about 10 years or so to check in. Exactly right. Put it in the calendar <laughs> and we'll, we'll check it again. Back home now and five bodies have been recovered after a light plane crashed in the Cape York Peninsula. That's an area about 800 kilometres north of Cairns. The plane was said to be looking to land at the nearby Lockhart River Airport. Uh, There was heavy rain and winds there before it crashed. Uh, The investigators are are looking into the cause. Um, That area has in the past been quite a dangerous area for planes, but it hadn't had an accident for quite a while. Queensland Premier Anastasia Palaszczuk sent out her condolences to the victims' families and friends. Over to sport now, and the Matildas have qualified for the 2020 Olympics. They beat Vietnam 2-1 last night in what would have been quite a surreal game as they played in an empty stadium. Whether the Olympics go ahead this year is another matter due to the coronavirus pandemic. No official announcement of postponement has yet been made. A small study in Germany has uncovered an interesting link between money and happiness, Claire. Contrary to the conventional wisdom that giving away your money is a good thing, the study found that can actually lead to a drop in happiness. Look, my mum always told me that money can buy you happiness, that it was better off to, you know, have a bit of cash. You could probably be happier (laughs) if you had a bit of financial security. But uh, plenty of studies uh, have shown that um, you are actually happier if you give away your time, give away your money uh, or give away your goods to others um, to help them, particularly those that aren't as well off as as yourself. So, yeah, that study uh, has been well and truly dis by uh, these happiness researchers in the field. I think if you asked someone like Celeste Barber, who's just helped to raise a hell of a lot of money to give away, you'd find that uh, happiness does come from it. Yeah, she's back in the news today saying that despite the troubles that they've had in making sure that that $50 million plus fundraiser goes to the right spot, she would do it all again. What a legend. And it's this topic of giving that's inspired your choice of song lyric for today, Claire. 
So, you know, Mariah Carey's um, Without You, I Can't yep. Live If Living Is Without You, Classic that tune. Um, song that she's very <laughs> famous for. Uh, there's a Bulgarian idol version of that and it's called Ken Lee. Oh, my and gosh. And it's well and truly worth <laughs> it. I've taken the mashed up lyrics of Ken Lee Medju Moore and <laughs> all you need to do is just Google that and you'll get it. It's very funny. I'll put a link to it in the episode notes. It's uh, perhaps that happiness comes from giving away your money and watching that YouTube clip. <laughs> yeah, it's a good good guide to instant effects. That's all from us today. Have a great day. Plenty more to read on all these stories in the Squiz Today email if you want to check that out. Until tomorrow. The Squiz is a free weekday email and podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Sign up at thesquiz.com.au. A message now from our podcast partner, BHP. The steel made from iron ore plays an important role in providing the production of our energy infrastructure, from wind turbines to power poles. So cutting carbon emissions in iron ore production is key. It's why BHP has committed to a solar and battery agreement to help power its port facilities at Port Headland. It's happening now at BHP.